side of the board. Okay. Everybody ready? Yeah. You two clown face? You have the clown? Oh, sure. You mean boner? Boner the clown. Hi, kids. <laughs> Look, welcome to the show. Hang on, I got to twist one up, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings. It's the 30th of September or whatever day you're listening to this podcast. And I'm Bob Rivers along with uh, Zip Zip Fell. Uh, I'm in Vermont at Brick Media, the Black River Innovation Campus, a new nonprofit uh, bringing high tech classes, courses, and opportunities in media to rural areas. Zip the Brick. is in Worcester, <laughs> Massachusetts. And uh, Ed Kelly is in Detroit. Joining us shortly from Tampa in Florida will be Chuck Opperman, a computer security guy who works with Malwarebytes. And uh, I don't know how many of you knew this, but October is National Cybersecurity Month. Did you know that? In the Internet justice system, the people (laughs) are represented by two separate yet equally important groups. The programmers who represent commerce the police who investigate crime, and the district attorneys who prosecute the hackers. These are their stories. Love it. <laughs> I have to bring a, a bell to brick because I don't have my bell. <laughs> a bell to brick. I want to know you would, you would, uh, want you to know you would have got a ding for that. Okay. Okay. Then. <clears throat> so that's tonight. Also, um, one topic this week comes from an NPR story. I'm not sure that's where it originated, but the title caught my eye. It said, you aren't lazy, you just need to slow down. This is an article called, you're not lazy, you just need to slow down. <laughs> I'm Robert Siegel, and this is The Brick. Uh, the, the point of the article, which I, I did want to see what you guys thought about, is that uh, we've been trained to closely associate our worth with our work. Very, very true. And uh, is it's true that we've been trained to do that. Yes. Um, I need a good reason not to, because I always did that. I always basically, uh, you know, my ratings, my worth, my breadwinner, um, how well I did for my coworkers, how well I did for my company. Uh, that for 40 some odd years was my equivalent of a Star Trek Prime Directive. <laughs> Bob, have you ever considered the fact that uh, someone, a lesser being than yourself, of course, it might be debilitating? Uh, not necessarily a lesser being, maybe a wiser, more serene being. The point of this article is exactly that. Uh, yeah. Like, for example, your cat is very peaceful. Hell yeah. I'm jealous. <laughs> I don't have a cat. The cat I'm is happy and serene, and it, it does not have a Twitter feed that it has to keep up or an Instagram impressions. <laughs> and yeah. uh, at the end of life, uh, do, we, you know, do we celebrate uh, that, we, that we stressed so hard about making work I wish, good? I wish I had done more Instagram <laughs> yeah, posts. Exactly. I wish I'd argued with people about politics more on Facebook. I wish I'd gotten more on social media. <laughs> Let me qualify this, though, between the, between the three of us, and I think you have to agree that we are lucky enough to have done something that we, for the most part, really enjoyed. 
Yes. And it and it really wasn't work. It did. It is difficult after a number of years, but you know, it. Uh, the right situation is is good. Right. <laughs> if you're not, it's, it can also be a nightmare. True, and yet you've done what you enjoyed, and you enjoy helping people, and you enjoy making the media you make, and I've enjoyed that. Have you beat yourself up too much? I'm going to guess. I know the answer for me is yes. I'm going to guess it's yes for both of you as well. Would you care to come? Oh, climbing the ladder to nowhere. Yes. Yes, absolutely. No. And not even knowing why. And do you think all your beating on yourself has been worth it? I don't think that I have not really beat on myself at all. I think I stopped that at 40. Oh. I just gave that up. And this the whole uh, com- competition thing, I mean, we're programmed to have that. And I'm not saying that I don't feel a competitive thing. You know, when I mean, most of my friends are far better off than I am. And I don't, <laughs> there are days when I just don't give a fiddler's fart. You almost <laughs> sang the word far when you said far better <laughs> off. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just true that because they're just they're just uh, uh, what is it? Financially intelligent, My, far more financially. Oh, intelligent I see. You meant I, financially because as yeah. Ed was saying that, I was thinking about his like nineteen-year-old girlfriend and his wife's apartment, and he doesn't have to mow a lawn, <laughs> and to go to oh. work, all he has to do is walk over to the microphone and read some funny voices that's and then not true twice a week TV. and he sleeps I have to watch 18 a times a day narcoleptic other head. building i yeah. do not i slept okay. once today only once only once and lizzie was very understanding that's good no but i but you see what you just said illustrates a little bit of our value system yeah. because you immediately went to money yeah 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 and work isn't necessarily money. Well, not but not necessarily, but also you know property uh, uh, assets, all of that, investment portfolios, uh, uh-huh. uh, European vacations, all of that stuff. You know that they're just doing that. I'm just not right now because I don't feel the need. By the way, when you leave this earthly Plane. existence, mm-hmm. you and them will take exactly the same amount of money with you. Yeah. <laughs> which is very true I, 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 seriously yeah no that's good you think about that it's true no well no i was just going to make this point about i went to my 50th high school reunion um over the weekend and everybody there i i guess i'm assuming was pretty well off very very few people talked about accomplishments it was just like wow it's good to see you you know um, what i mean that they're they in were, the last so it was chapter. a good high school reunion yeah, it, it was, was old great. money, Bob. Old money. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. You know, the more a lot of guys were. There was like fifty people who have have passed on in the yeah. in the class. Of your list. class, really? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, well how many people were in your back in those days? We had hundred and twenty kids. No, in there class. was three hundred. <laughs> let's see, three three twenty. I think in my three hundred and twenty kids in your graduating senior yes. class. Yes, and Good so Lord. there was about a hundred and ten people there. And there's about 40 people on the no longer with us. Wow. So if you uh, count the people who were there in spirit, you had a 50% turnout. Yeah, <laughs> for the most part. But, but the, point, the point I was trying to make is that every, with me. That's right. Yes, I did. Everyone is just really appreciating decent health and yeah. standing upright, which is because cool. Because at, you know? at this phase, forgive me for interrupting, but health is wealth, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I hate to be a meme speaker, but uh, it really feels like that to me. Big time. Big time. 
The guy who did this study, Devon Price, uh, talks about his pet chinchilla dump truck. <laughs> Great name. And, and he's talking about his chinchilla. He says he's never been productive in this life. You know, I would never look at him and think of his life in terms of has he justified his right to exist? Right. He's not paying rent. He's not performing any service. And it would be absurd to even think about his life in those terms. So why do we think of our human lives mm. in those terms? For example, on any news program talking about the welfare state and socialism, you know, the people who are needing of help are <laughs> leeches, right? No. What? No. And the, yeah, they that's they're they're characterized that way. That's a character. Right? That's what I was saying. Yeah. They're characterized yeah. that way. You can agree yeah. that they're characterized that way. Yeah. Yeah. And I have friends that that, that uh, echo that sentiment. Not good friends. <laughs> well, the idea of laziness is effectively and expertly wielded, says Devon, to make people feel unproductive and unworthy. Mm -hmm. And he says it's a lie. It's a trap that makes us believe there's always more we could or should be doing at work in our life. And by the way, I've been in this trap my whole life. Oh, yeah. Uh, but are we not victims of Madison Avenue, though? Uh, mm -hmm. Yes. I think Madison Avenue is a huge part of it because Madison Avenue tells me that I'm not, I don't look good enough, I don't smell good enough, and nobody wants to have sex with me. So Madison and Avenue I'm the guy that, pay, that Madison Avenue pays to tell you that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <clears throat> so I'm Gee, with thanks a lot, with the hair. You're welcome. <laughs> thanks for the props. Anytime, guys, uh, anytime. Uh, Devon or Devon, whatever his name is, goes on to say that if you're lazy, it's actually probably a warning sign from your body and your mind that you need to rest more. That's weird. Huh. I'm not sure I wow, totally that, buy that's that. That's almost a dichotomy. What is lazy, anyway? I mean, well, for a good part of the first half of my life, mm -hmm. I saw work I didn't want to do, tried yeah. to figure out how to avoid doing it. Yeah. Is that lazy? No. No. I, I you know, I, it's hard. Everybody wants to put everybody in neat little boxes, you know, and categories. And um, the creative types, I think that regular toil bores them to tears yeah and yeah. I, I but and and yet you will you will sit with with the podcast playing for three hours on your lawnmower and you will do your entire uh property i did my and, whole lawn today how did you know that i'm psychic i did like <laughs> uh six acres yeah and i listened to this week's all in podcast right but you was, see you're mul you're multitasking because you you're you are Using your brain as well as your body at the same time, like you're engaging all your senses. Thank you, Let Father me draw Ed. an analogy here because I think <laughs> there's a distinction, no, uh, uh, between laziness and lack of patience. Mm. I mm. think that kind of figures into it. Like I could never sit down and make a model, you know, as a kid. Oh, me neither. I tried. Take, take she wouldn't let me. And, uh, uh, never mind. When you say make a model, <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? Make? Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Just something that requires a, a lot of patience. You mean like build, and, a, build you know, one of those uh, ships? Uh, right. Or, okay. or anything. By the way, the really last time someone did that, Zip, was before I was born. So I can't believe you even have that analogy. <laughs> I have a 50 well, no, the point. Somewhere I mean, in pieces I, I guess, of plastic. And yeah. I think you're like this. You just, your mind moves so fast. Yeah, it's You know, for you to sit in a hammock and, you know, ruminate, 
it's not in your thing. Well, you know? if I, someone is doing laundry and they're looking for me and the hammock is deep enough, <laughs> no, but I, there are times, though, Bob, when I engage with you, when I know that, like, I can I can see the hamster in the on the wheel as I'm looking at you, because even though you're taking in what I'm saying, you are totally thinking six steps ahead. Because you remember, the, right when 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 I landed, we had to go immediately to a source store. What was the store? The electronic store to get uh, gear. Uh, Best Buy. Yeah, and you you were compiling in your head as you were holding a conversation precisely what you needed to get the gig to happen that night. And oh, I could yeah. see that. And yet you were able to hold a salient, sensible conversation at the same time. But I can see the wheel spin. There are lots of plates uh, turning at any one given yeah. time. Yes. Uh, one of the joys of not working full-time Right. Has been to uh, that. Add more plates. Remember, no, remember the Ed Sullivan show? Who was the guy that did the plates yes. on the Ed Sullivan show? I don't know. I remember the music, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. You go around and you'd spin the plates yeah. on each one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that, it's funny that I still appear to be that way, and I know I do because every day is booked, but I used to be booked five times that amount. Yeah. And, and, a, and a certain amount of breakage. Yes. Was going to happen. Some things wouldn't get. And also, I had a staff of people to remind me. Right. Because you're an efficiency expert. You you know how to find and, and, and then, if not, don't find, create efficiencies for yourself. You're being for way example, too kind. I, I no, was, I no. Was, you let Lisa go to bed so you can go down on that computer and get shit done. Oh, yeah. That's true. I yeah. do. I uh, My hours, uh, cutting, pasting, mixing music, all of that, um, Typically after she goes to bed because, well, first off, because it's payback time for her. I was gone. <laughs> no, I was yes. gone for, you know, a 40-year career. You, you were. Whenever you were a the ghost husband. Needed it. <laughs> and uh, and now uh, when I wake up, it's like, what does she need done today? Right. And I got to make sure I do as much. And the only thing, uh, like I wash dishes now. Mm -hmm. I cook dinner. Is it zen for you? It is. I go out of my way, actually, to watch. She, at first, she was like, what are you doing? I was like, well, I'm, I'm cleaning up. Who are you? Like, what have you done with my husband? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? It was more like, what did you buy? What kind yeah. of trouble are you in? <laughs> what have I got to yeah. forgive you for? Yeah. And now she kind of gets it. And it's actually been great, I think, great for our relationship because she sees yeah. that, oh, I wasn't always. like She, she thought of me as lazy, I'm sure. No uh, today, way. for example, she no fills this, um, I don't even know what you call them, a fertilizer spreader. You know, those little yeah, Scots yeah, things. Yeah. A broadcaster, actually, is what it's called. Uh, she, uh, is it called a broadcaster? It is called a broadcaster. I wonder if it's repelling things to me right broadly. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I set that up. Yeah. I can't believe I set no, that up. No, but she fills this th thing with um, weed and feed. Yeah. Now, I'm 65 years old. And I'm just learning what weed and feed is, even though it's in the freaking name. Well, it used to be every Friday night for you. Yeah. <laughs> weed and feed. <laughs> uh, yeah, in my, uh, in my 20s. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, and, and she walks around the lawn and she's fertilizing it. Uh -huh. And I thought, well, that, well, that's odd. And, and she'll look at me and goes, I need you to do the rest. And my first reaction is still the lazy me, like, yeah. I don't do that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's the voice in my brain that goes, yeah. you have much more important things to do. And you know, 
Yeah. <laughs> See, you have you have two angels on your shoulder. I have Cheech on the right and Chong on the left. Okay. Oh, what does Cheech and Chong say about weed and feed? Hey, man, this ain't going to come up green unless we do the whole thing, man. I'm tired over here, man. I don't do that sort of thing, man. That's Manuel Labor. That's man your well. name. <laughs> Leave it for Tommy Chong to make a Hispanic joke about yeah. landscaping. I love that. Um, so, uh, but anyway, then I think about it and I go, well, that could be relaxing. And at the same time, I get a little walking in. Right. And so we'll go out right. and do it. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm not lazy. I am lazy because when I'm We're, doing that, I, don't you think I, we all are intrinsically to a degree? No. I, I, no. In fact, I agree with this article that the term lazy is an it's invented sub term. Sub subjective. That's used to guilt us. Hmm. I don't think there is such a thing as laziness. Needing to rest is healthy. It's a yeah. question of when you rest. Yeah, behind the wheel is not a good idea. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But my, can, but can my Tesla is self-driving. I can rest now. <laughs> can I offer up another definition of laziness? Sure. Uh, getting a job done with the least amount of effort involved. Slapdash. Oh, I don't call that lazy. Well, like, for instance, like she asked you to, to fertilize. I would have thought of, a, especially as a kid, I would have thought about, well, if I take all these bungee cords and I tie it back to the tractor, I can just drive the tractor and the thing will follow oh. along. And then, <laughs> You know what I mean? I've done that. Now you're talking about shortcuts rather than, right. see, I thought right. you were talking about efficiency. Yeah. Which I, think I would stuff thing. it into a blunder bus and just use a powder charge. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I mean? No, yeah. that, I am often accused by Jeannie of, of taking that angle yeah. slightly on certain Any chores yeah, that you yes. don't want to do. Um, right. So, yeah, my way of doing that would be to go out and get a bigger spreader and spend 500 bucks on it. <laughs> and then it breaks the first day I'm using it because I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. So... I, I've I've sort of gotten over that too, and and so I walked around with the spreader. I mean, I and, and I had to laugh because I've been spreading it for a living for a long time. <laughs> fertilizer, you know yeah. what I mean? Verbal yeah. fertilizer. Yeah. And uh, and it felt good. But uh, food for thought. Uh, the whole term lazy, I think, could be uh, put to bed. It's a it's about how you interact with every situation. If you need rest. It's because you're not getting enough rest. Yeah. You're and you got, after a while, you learn to listen yeah. to your body. And if you don't want to do something, that's not the same as being lazy. You need to negotiate your priorities with your significant other, right. or boss, or whoever right. that conflict is, and negotiate something. Mm -hmm. um, in my case, give in and just yeah, do it. Yeah, because if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. It's easier that way, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, okay. but the, the key, though, to a successful relationship is making sure the other, if it's a true uh, relationship, should be ha to, to making the other person happy. And I, I'm so <laughs> delighted to hear you say that that's the first thing you think of when you wake up. Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, we mentioned Tesla briefly. Mm -hmm. Tesla is in the news for something that um, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by this. Self-driving cars. What do you guys think of self-driving cars? <laughs> Ask the dead guy that uh, was in the news six months yeah. ago. But 
Oh. Uh, it, you know, I'm but wait a minute. More... Wait a minute. Don't all dead guys' lives matter? Shouldn't we ask the dead guys <laughs> from human-driven cars, of which Maybe there are many more? Should. I mean, if you no. get those dead guys in a room, there's way more dead guys that drove their own cars. Well, I, I, I made, I didn't, I made, I made the, perhaps all dead lives wi- matter. Yes, <laughs> I made perhaps the only wise decision this week, and I actually okay. asked a millennial, you know, uh, wh- what his thoughts were on self-driving cars, and he's a programmer, or he's, he calls himself a, uh, a code rodent. Okay, what did he say? <laughs> and he said, I don't like computers in cars. And he, he, his father had updated... So does he have a Model T? No, he doesn't. Because but, uh, there's a computer in all cars now. I, I, I'm, I'm aware of that. Okay. But he has, he has an older car, and he is not going to get a new one until, um, you know, this one, the wheels fall off this one. But his father had updated his operating system, and it had messed... The update had messed things up on his car. Oh. And, what uh, kind of car? He wanted to... I don't recall, but I know it's a Ford because that's where his father worked. And what it was, he wanted to make it so that when you turn the key, if you held the fob down, the button down on the fob, all four windows would go down at once. Okay. That was the update. But it had messed up some other things because it had not been road tested. The beta test hadn't gone well. So, and he said, I don't like, there's too many things. He says, I know, I do this for a living. It's filled with human error constantly because my job is to cor- correct those errors. I don't think that that belongs behind the wheel of a car. And he, then just after that, there was a program on television that I saw. And I'm sorry, it was a YouTube video that I was watching on the instability of the Ford Mustang and how all of a sudden the brake system will just come on out of nowhere and and throw the car sideways. Well, Toyota had that too. They had no brakes yeah. out of nowhere yeah. for a while. I mean, yeah. isn't that always? A, a recurring story of car defects. Right, but if we can't get that right, how are we going to do self-driving unless we yeah. commit the entire grid to it? Then you got something. You know, you, then the lights don't even have to be there. The red, the green, the, the yellows, because every car okay. will talk to each other. In fact, Teslas now talk to each other. So you're a conservative on this issue. Uh, I am not a conservative. I was the I said, dumbass that was say just saying, no, I, I didn't think call you be... a conservative. Oh, I'm conservative that's a, that's on a, this like issue. A, I, I, that's the middle finger. I didn't do no, that. No, no. I, I was said giving you the... conservative on no, this what I was, issue. You're not no, progressive I, on this I issue. was voicing what I was told. I went in thinking okay. this would be a great idea. Statistically, there will be less deaths. Of course, yeah. Because that's the narrative that I've been reading and I have bought it's into all dead that. lives matter. Yes. So, all right, so you were only telling what he thought. What do you think? Um, I, I think it would be, if, if it is baited to death and it's rolled out, with, minus politics, which is an impossible task, um, that it could be beneficial for all because I think human error is the big problem. Oh. You know, because it, it, it's, it's, it's people driving tired and texting. If you leave somebody free to text and leave, leave the, like my, even the silly systems that I have on my piece of junk, you know, the, the RPA in the back that says beep, 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 you're getting close yeah. to the bumper. By the way, and the that one that silly tell- piece of junk thing <laughs> yeah. you have, that's like relatively new. That's exciting. It's cool. 2011. I have that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and when there's a car on the side, it it warns me. Not only do I get a verbal warning, right. but I also get, excuse me, a yellow light. Hmm. So my car says uh, you should take a rest, and it has a picture of a cup of coffee on it. The... Does not. It does. Yeah, it okay. does. Absolutely. Jimmy's car has that. How did... yep. Zip drove it, I believe. Once. How does it? How does it? How do it do that? Well, because it can see the center line and it can see whether I should pass or not and it can feel me weaving 
Wow. And it should say, stop texting, dumbass, but it doesn't yeah. yet know that I'm texting. You know what it does? Uh, it's you know equivalent you... to a stick shaker in an aircraft. <laughs> That's <if you're>... right. <laughs> no, no, it is. Yeah. If you, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. sort of drift from lane to lane, it'll, you know. So, well, I, Zip, have you driven, driven with Bob? Uh, I Have I ever driven with you? Yes, yeah. You, uh, from time time. Around, he yeah. is a truck driver. Yeah. How do you he say truck driver? Well, because uh, you're on the side, and then you're not on the side, and then you're on the oh, yeah. side, and then you're on. I have a hard time. That drives me Your crazy. mileage must be horrible, Rivers. It is. All right, so rather controversially, yes. Tesla has announced that all car owners will be able to request access to beta test the company's much-anticipated FSD, full self Driving functionality. Provided to be a feminine hygiene product. Provided they have a high enough safety score as determined by the car manufacturer themselves. So I guess Tesla spies on you while you drive. Oh, yeah. They all do. Now, uh, uh, Elon Musk originally said this was going to happen in 2018. Uh, And in 2019, it didn't happen. He pushed the date back again, saying we're less than a year away. With over mm. one million cars with full self-driving capabilities, and now it's finally going to happen, late 2021, at the dealership. <laughs> what's what's the price tag on those cars we're talking about? Uh, well, the Teslas vary quite a bit depending on which model. I mean, if you yeah. get the Model Y, you can break in there for thirty-five grand, the same amount as a typical mid-size okay. SUV or a mini SUV, and that has the driverless capability. Oh well, no, that's gonna. Of course. Let not. me go back That's to the back card. room and see what kind of a deal I can get. <laughs> yeah, so, so I can't think of the sales manager. Actually, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the keys right here on the hood. Here's the thing about Tesla. This is one of my favorite things about Tesla. They yeah. don't do any of that. There's no negotiating. No. Tesla, like buying an iPhone, costs what it costs. What it costs. And you buy it on the website and order it just like your iPhone, and you get what you get. <laughs> so there's the Model Y, which I believe is their entry level. Uh, there's the Model X, the Model 3, and the Model S, which is the uh, the big granddaddy. And, um, and basically, when you go to the web page, you click on the model you're interested in, and then there's one button. Order now. And then a song plays. You can't always get what you want. <laughs> right. <laughs> So let me let me try uh, the long range. Eighty four thousand is the starting point, but this is just okay. like the Apple experience. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want the tri motor all wheel drive. That's one twenty four four ninety. Oh, upgrades paint. Yeah, multi coat paint. Uh, well, I don't want the nineteen inch Tempest wheels. Those for losers. <laughs> I'm gonna get the twenty one inch inch Arachnid wheels because it, yeah. Uh, arachnid sounds cool. Do I want wood or carbon fiber on the interior? Uh, you 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 want carbon fiber if you're you're or, or right. fi- five and carber as uh, Lizzie called it once. <laughs> carbon kyber. Yes. Uh, so for full self-driving capability, FSD, yeah. mm-hmm. ten grand. Ten okay. grand. Keep in mind, if you don't buy it now, it's not in your car. That's It'll right. Cost you more later. Yeah. Outfit. So, so how ten. Much, wait a minute. Ten grand on any model. <laughs> on any model. I, Tesla, I think it grand? is, but I'm on the Model S because I wanted to uh, basically give you the, 
you know, the cream of the crop. Right. Uh, 145 grand for the top Tesla model. Now, let me give you the cheapest one, the Model Y. Mm-hmm. The Model Y is basically, it's kind of a Toyota Camry. Why? Although they call it a hatchback. So it's, what was the Camry hatchback called? I forget. The Camry hatchback. Uh, no, it had a different name. Hmm. So, uh, and it'll go 326 miles, which is plenty. On a tank? Yeah. Starts at yeah. 46,690. Mm-hmm. And that's with the stock wheels. The extra wheels cost you an extra two grand. Mm-hmm. I don't want to tow hitch on an electric car. That just seems like a no. Don't idea. don't don't tow with an electric. You car. could have seating for seven with the two child seats in the in the way back, which I wouldn't want. Uh, so again, you're at like forty five grand and ten grand extra for the full driving. So to get in, you got about fifty five grand. But, okay. but now you pay zero interest down and 70 months. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm sure there's financing, but here's where you end up saving the money. Your costs to operate the car are a fraction mm-hmm. of combustion See, engine. Will it pay for itself? Well, eventually. Uh, yeah. So, for if example, you long I spend two, three grand on just service calls on a car per year, bring it in for the regular checkups and the, yeah. um, you know, and tune-ups and everything, and yeah. maybe not two grand a year, but I spend a, a decent amount. That goes away. Oil change is eighty bucks for crying out loud. Yeah, oil change for there's no oil change. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no inspections. No, you know, you don't have to go uh, get the emissions. Emissions, yeah. yeah you don't but have to do Bob, that. do you have the amp service in your area to if if three people got one? What do you mean the amp service? It, it, because it's it takes eighty amp service at least to to power a, uh, an electric car, as I understand it. As I yeah, read. that sounds like right wing propaganda to me. No, no, Davis <laughs> has one on his house for his electric. Yeah, cars. no, no, he has he has a special thing, and maybe it has yeah. an eighty amp circuit breaker, but it charges right, the car. But, but will the grid do? Will the grid hold up oh, if the whole street houses, does that? Most houses are two hundred amps these days, and uh-huh. hundred yeah, is but, the lowest. But they don't draw that much simultaneously, is what I'm saying. If everybody plugs their car in at the same time at night. Oh, you mean if you had three cars? Correct. No, if if, if three you have families three Teslas, have three cars, you have a six thousand square foot house. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm saying uh, if it uh, becomes uh, commonplace. Uh, so the bottom line of the money is instead of spending, I forget the exact amount, but instead of spending, you know, six or seven cents a mile, you end up oh, spending three cents a mile. Yeah. And um and all m- almost all the maintenance goes away. Yeah, and uh, so does uh, most of the environment <laughs> and, and a lot of strip mining and, and streams. And, uh, there's studies know. on that, by the way. Uh, yes. s- there's certainly an ecological cost to making batteries, but sure. unlike uh, combustion uh, engine cars, yes. the cost to the environment is in the manufacturer of the car and then zero cost after it's manufactured, mm-hmm. whereas combustion engine vehicles are spewing... Uh, they have... Also, huge costs of manufacturing, and then they continue to spew for their whole lives. So, uh, you know, those right-wing talking points about electric cars are bad and batteries are bad, it's all bullshit. Well, Um, the science says hydrogen is better. uh, Hydrogen has potential to be better further down the road. But 
that makes the assumption that we won't improve battery technology and we won't find better battery materials and we won't improve recycling of battery materials. I'm going to say they're really hard to get rid of. All <laughs> of those, you no, know, but all of those things are drastically, it's like saying, I'm never going to have a flat screen TV. They cost 10 grand. <laughs> <laughs> all those things. You know, How we, do you know I have a big, <laughs> I have a big floor model? Things, <laughs> we innovate our way around all these problems. Yeah, the first model of anything costs too much and is inefficient. So, yeah. and, and I don't get any money from Tesla, and I haven't bought one yet. I'm going to at some point, but we're not there yet. I just want first dibs on the Toyota truck. That's all I'm saying. Right. All <laughs> right. I'd like to lighten things up a little. All right. But also be serious. And talking about Britney Spears. Mm -hmm. The story just broke. I don't know if you get Britney Spears alerts on your phone. The way Breaking I news for Britney Spears now. <laughs> when I watched MTV, maybe. It's actually the lead story of every uh, publication you might subscribe to right now. Uh, what has just happened is that Britney Spears' father, Jamie, has mm -hmm. been booted from her conservatorship. So he, okay. she, he's, she's been emancipated. Uh, no, no. Not yet. Well, I'm, I mean that. I don't mean literally, legally. I'm saying. No, no. He's no uh, longer a judge a basically now. suspended her father from her conservatorship, creating mm -hmm. a path to end his legal authority over her finances. Uh, temporarily, uh, uh, I guess a lawyer or an accountant or somebody has taken over. But um, this. As fiduciary. Uh, have you followed this story at all? Do you have any interest in it? Uh, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I'm certainly interested I know in the Britney toxic is too, video when I play Let's it. be honest, Ed. Britney is too old for you now. So No, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's inversely proportionate she's not, to income, she's Bob. She's not 24 anymore. Oh, I see. <laughs> I'm kidding. Do you know what her net worth is? Hey, Jane, Jane Fonda looks hot to me. I got it. Uh, yeah. 60 million she's worth, by the way. Yeah, that's that's not a lot of money. You know, I Bob, I I had the opportunity to be a millionaire <laughs> with one prospect that I that I passed with a girl. Yes. Mm -hmm. she, her you said father you would go in any direction for money, so I didn't. I wanted to make sure. Was <laughs> no. A... Yes, with a girl. Um, her father was an OBGYN, and he had huge, huge, huge money, and all the kids got uh, a million when they married. So I would have had a half anyway. Wow, that's nice because yeah. you could have divorced her the next week. Have, I want an annulment. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Okay. Anyway, back to Britney. Britney Spears, uh, if you haven't followed the story, it's been huge, but these days everybody picks their own huge stories. Um, Britney Spears, since 2008, has not been able to spend a dime without the permission mm -hmm. of her conservancy conservatorship excuse me and right. it was under her father's watch um look and this she, was instituted when she had her breakdown uh, allegedly she had a breakdown and let's let's face it there's enough out there that she had some difficulties yeah yeah don't um, we all but um that was way back in 2008 it's 2021 mm -hmm. during that time her dad jamie spears how much do you think he earned being her conservator. Let's take a wild guess. In the millions. You're in the you're in the ballpark, Sid. <laughs> Way right. to commit to a solid <laughs> figure. <laughs> wow. Ten million. Now, uh, but five million that they okay. know of. His uh, his fee was sixteen thousand dollars a month. Jeez. 
Zip, I think you could get a good landscaper for that. To be a, <laughs> to be a co-signer? <laughs> I'll throw those bungee cords away. All right. Yeah. That was basically his living, you know, that was his salary to do it. So over that five years, uh, over that 2008 to 2021, he made about $2.4 million in those payments. He got a commission when she did her Las Vegas residency. Hmm. He made, on that tour, $2.1 million more. The toxic tour? Uh, whatever the Las Vegas residency was called. Hmm. Before okay. that, it was the Femme Fatale tour, and he, uh, he made a half a million well, this is leaning into management land yeah, in a time, way. Yeah. Yeah. And um, by the way, that doesn't count the $3 million she paid to her lawyer mm. who would negotiate with Jamie. And do you know the stuff they made her do? Uh, do you mean drug testing and the rest of it? Drug testing. She had to wear an IUD. She was right. forbidden from getting pregnant. Mm -hmm. Her bedroom was bugged so they could listen in. Well, she was being preyed upon by some pretty slimy, slimy guys. Yeah, Jamie Spears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I Excuse mean romantic. Me. If you're a single woman, look at you mm -hmm. going all uh, moral. You should move to Texas with an attitude like that. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just, if the you're, story, I mean, the story, uh, look, I don't know how true the story Look, is. Zip will tell you, if you've been in a yeah. band, that's called normal behavior. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're a, a woman in her 30s or 40s and you're single, is it anybody's business who you sleep with? It depends on, on your, your, whether you're sane or not, or whether you've been declared competent. She was never declared insane. But competent and insane are different declarations. Uh, so uh, there are a whole bunch of shows, by the way, on Netflix and a bunch of other networks of there are, about yeah. all this that are credited with having this come tumbling down because apparently, well, look at the conflict of interest. Mm -hmm. The guy who's running the conservatorship makes at least $5 million. Yeah, and, and there was some conflict of interest with her father and the lawyer as well that I had read about. And the guy who is her lawyer made $3 million. Uh, let's say you're, uh, who's the lawyer from Breaking Bad? What's his name again? Saul. Saul Goodman. Yeah, do you do Saul? No, but he he, I, he has a vocal doppelganger in our mayor here in Detroit. They oh, sound exactly okay. so do the, the same. do the mayor of Detroit. Anyway. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so Not live here. when you have the dad making $5 million and the person representing Brittany who's making $3 million, yeah. do you see the conflict of interest here? Um, I I see exploitation. The profit motive. Yeah. When is Britney's lawyer going to say, you know, it's time for this gig to come to an end for me? Because I'm tired of making $3 million. My most modern lawyer is Raymond Burr. I'm sorry. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You guys are not outraged by this the way I am. Well, no, no. Um, yeah. what, what I don't understand is, is how ironclad this friggin' ruling has been to get removed. You know what I mean? I just don't. And don't that's why I read there was some some dirty deals between the lawyer and her father. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Because they were both profiting. Right. Her father forced her to do things she didn't want to do, threatened to block her Leave access Brittany to alone! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she said restrictions were placed on her, including that she couldn't carry her own. She couldn't have a credit card. She's worth 60 million bucks. Right. She never hurt anybody. 
She was forced to use an IUD, even though she mm. wanted to have another baby. Just don't give her a black card. Just give her a platinum card. She had to go to rehab. It was. Did uh, she said no, no, no. No, no, that's a different oh, person who did die of oh, an overdose. Yeah, no. No. So, thanks. <laughs> right, you guys I don't care. About that. Women's rights. I thought you no, would care. No, I do I thought, care. No, I just thought you would care about women's rights. I guess, uh, I guess you guys are going to move to Texas. You know, maybe no, we didn't pay as the anti. We didn't pay as we didn't pay as close attention because you know that whole it just reeks of TMZ. You know, yeah, misinformation. I oh, guess. you didn't believe it. Brittany. In other words, oh no, 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 I did. I just, but but in especially in those types of cases, I mean, I think you gotta dig, salacious. Yeah, yeah, t- yeah, yeah, big time. You know, yeah, so. I don't know. Up next, a little bit of a COVID report. I had a scare, as you guys know, because I got really Easy. sick. Yeah. And it turns out it's the worst cold ever phenomenon where, uh, because I've been not going anywhere for a year and a half, my immune system has not fought off what is the average number of colds that we all face every year. Six colds per year is, is approximately is what right? we all face. And many of them are asymptomatic. So that doesn't mean right. you get six, uh, sick six times a year. And uh, so I was, for the better part of, well, for one solid week, I was thinking, this has got to be COVID. <laughs> it's just like. You were, you were. Fever, sore throat, chills, headache, in bed 18 hours a day, just yeah. moping around. And uh, I tested, prodded, poked, x-rayed. They just said, you'll get over it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. Well, I know if you book off the podcast, you have got to be very, very ill. Did I book off it or did I move it? I you moved remember. it. Yeah. But booking off and moving. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I moved it and then I felt guilty yeah. because I was so lazy. And then you did a guilt cast <laughs> the next day. That's right. <laughs> I, I could I could talk for at least an hour. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So uh, here's the scoop with COVID. And there's an there's a new article in the Washington Post. Um it, it, it reads almost exactly like an article that was in the Boston Globe a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is known stuff. None of this is new. But we're finally having someone talk about it. The headline is, we won't eradicate COVID. Oh, no, it's, en- yeah, it's uh, endem- endemic. It's endemic, which means it, we're not going to stamp it out because everybody's immune. The vaccines aren't. They're very good. But, you know, there's 7 billion people on the planet. Yeah, they all got to buy We in. thought we could just take care of the United States and screw the rest of the world. <laughs> Not so much, as it turns out. And that's the, that, that's the strangest thing about this pandemic to me, by the way. Why? Um, we are all brothers and sisters on this planet. Mm-hmm. Kumbaya, it, well, my lord. Kumbaya. To the vaccine, we are all food. You know, we right. are all... <laughs> I mean, not to the vaccine, to the... Uh, to the virus, we are all food. Yes, yes. And so there's no uh, race, color, creed, borders. No. It's no respecter of persons. It has nothing to do with politics, this virus. Mm-hmm. Zero mm-hmm. to do. Po- but politics is about power. And so it's been hijacked like a plane and flown into our building. 
<laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't be laughing at that. Hey, it's homegrown terrorism, I believe the anti-vaxxer stuff is. Homegrown yeah. terrorism, plain and simple. 600 and we're approaching like 680, 690,000 people maybe by the time you hear this. Mm. Uh, and, and I've still got people that go, well, that's the CDC. They don't know nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, you with that accent are telling other people they don't know nothing? <laughs> and like, now, look, Bob. I've got my gripes with the CDC. It's, it, yes. There's politics involved with how they do their messaging. But you know what? The, the tallies of deaths and infections, the essential databases that they keep are the best in the world. They're run by human beings, and the science keeps changing because we didn't know much about this virus. It was mm -hmm. new, but, um, you know, it's on its way to killing a million people. We're at 2,000 a day right now, which if you know that there are 365 days and years, and I don't want to test your public school education, <laughs> that would be, you know, a lot. A lot, a bunch. Thank you. You know, seven hundred—an annual rate of roughly seven hundred and eight hundred thousand. You know, three Your times annual two, rate seven, may vary. Seven thirty, okay, seven hundred thirty thousand people. Add that to the almost seven hundred now, and you realize, when the virus first came out, mm -hmm. we were told worst case scenario, it could take out somewhere between one and two million Americans. It will. Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Anyway. We just slowed the progression. Yeah. So I had an argument with an anti-vaxxer on Facebook today. I, I, oh, I swore yeah. off of that. <laughs> well, you said you, you were not going to waste your well, time. Well, here's what I've been doing at Facebook. I've been trying to teach the algorithm a thing or two. Uh-huh. Because I've learned about their algorithm. It really is. Mm. I mean, it's watching me. It knows me better than my mother. Oh, She's yeah. in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> So there's this guy she on Facebook. She won't block you, though. And by the way, I know the algorithm knows that over the last week, anybody who puts up a misinformation meme of any kind, I've yeah. been blocking them, unfriending them, and any and the horse they came in on. Okay. I've just been <laughs> I'm like telling, look, Facebook. Yeah. I don't want any more. I don't want to see more like this. I don't want to see anything like this. Right. And so for a few days it was quiet, and then Facebook posted uh, this post today, and it had a guy with his hands around a woman holding her eyes open, and it said, "Ready to open your eyes?" Oh, jeez! And it said, "United States population three hundred thirty million, total COVID nineteen cases three million, total deaths one hundred thirty four thousand." Less than 1% of Americans have caught COVID. The survival rate is 99.96% of the U.S. population. Mm. Well, first off, we're at like 48 million cases. And almost 700,000 people have died. And this was just posted, you know, today. Mm. But it, it, not only were the figures dishonest, but they were just grossly dishonest. So someone else wrote, these stats must be very dated. Yeah, like <laughs> the guy put it from a year and a half ago, but he thought it's still true today. I'm like, Ugh. So <clears throat> I just wrote, it's fake. And then yeah. I posted the CDC page. And so what did I get taunted for? 
posting the CDC page. The CDC? They've yeah. been wrong about everything. <laughs> the CDC has been... Comp- the CDC is the weekly world news. <laughs> and then the guy said, the shot kills people. Yeah. So I and said... That, he's yeah. technically telling the truth. Well, hold on. Okay. So he wrote, what kind of person only makes negative comments? And then someone else said, probably a stupid Democrat who hates America. <laughs> I said, hey, look, um, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I'm interested in real information, not fake. I said, so who does it kill? And this guy writes back. And he says, my younger brother in July. Oh, boy. He was a soccer coach in amazing health. And then his spelling and grammar get bad. And he goes, and troll commitments on others' pages. I don't know what he means. This is my page and my post. His name was Chad, by the way. I said, tell me more. What evidence convinced you the shot is lethal to lots of people? I want to know how you were convinced. One person dying is very sad, and you have my condolences. Please let me know the real evidence. I could interview the doctor if you like. If there's real evidence, I'd love to hear it. Mm -hmm. So what does someone do? They send me a site. Has anyone died from the COVID-19 vaccination? Um, there is a site. Have you heard of VAERS, V-A-E-R-S? VAERS is an online site. It's the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. Okay. Where you can report your symptoms. Huh. It, is, it is not curated. Yeah. So that's right-wingers have been going yeah. to that site... And populating it. And reporting deaths. Mm-hmm. Now, during the whole pandemic, there are 5,343 reports of deaths on that site. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess they're all fake. Or there might be one. But there might be one. Yeah. But again, how many did the virus kill? You don't take something right. to be 100% safe. You take it to be much safer. 99 point whatever. Yeah. So yeah. I don't, I don't want to argue with it. By the way, the guy never responded. And then I went back, because I'm a troll, I went back into mm-hmm. his Facebook back to July, and I didn't see anything <laughs> about his brother. Talked about mm-hmm. losing a friend named Chad who was not his brother, but no details, mm-hmm. no nothing. Yeah. So he's trying to guilt you out is what he was trying to do. Well. In all likelihood. Well done, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, is uh, <laughs> that if someone tells me they believe that, I, 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 what I want to tell them is, show me what convinced you. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't want to call them stupid because I don't think people are stupid. I just think we all know different things. Oh, no. I, I, I've been stupid. many times but that's like lazy I actually don't believe in stupid or lazy Hmm. can I tell you why I'm sure your show has the name on it too when I was born I couldn't speak or read was I stupid no was I lazy uneducated I pooped in my pants yeah (laughs) I required someone else to put food in my mouth was I lazy or was I stupid no, a baby is perfect. You love a baby, right? Yes, you do. So some people take longer, if ever, to stop being a baby. 
Mm-hmm. They're still deserving of your love. That's correct. That was heavy, Bob. That was well played. It is heavy. Yeah. 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 Some heavy, people are heavy. so full of themselves, they're really jerks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, I haven't unfri- I've unfriended one person who was malicious, but uh, I haven't unfriended them. And I, uh, friends who were just of the, the non-vax uh, stripe, right? And and I, and I, in fact, sent a love letter of sorts to my ex uh, producer who retired. And I said, "Look, I don't want you to be one of these guys that I see on Facebook because uh, I've respected you for twenty years and I love you." And uh, he said, "I," he sent me back an, a glowing response and uh, we have pledged to remain friends despite and we are polar opposites politically and it doesn't matter i mean i respect him as a man that's good Mm. i i'm inviting chuck opperman to join us now chuck is um and i'll let him describe his position he works for a company called malware bytes which is uh basically uh, antivirus software but anti-malware or malware. I call it malware no. because... Do you? I've heard both. Yeah. Go to the I source. Think if I was going to make uh, an antivirus program, I would call it Mall Cop. Mall Cop. <laughs> get Mall Cop. You know, like, Don't let anybody pass the gate. Get Mall Cop. I'd have like a Paul Blart... Uh, <laughs> icon. Cartoonish icon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, this month is Cybersecurity Awareness Month. And weirder things have been happening happening with my computer lately. I don't know about yours. There's been an excess spam. Um, I keep getting. Uh, I'm in, I'm zip. I may be fired by next week. <laughs> no, seriously, I might be fired because I've been. Um, I keep failing these routine phishing emails. Oh, yeah. The company sends a phishing email, and it looks like, hey, here are the reports you need to read. And I click on it, and it goes, (laughs) you just fell for a phishing scam. (laughs) (laughs) And it's true. They happen a lot. Well, and and some of these companies have been, um, you know, held ransom by ransomware. But I'm pretty sure, and I'm wrong, I know. uh, I'm going to ask Chuck. I'm pretty sure that I would have to click on something in the email. Or can you just open an email and be dead in the water? So I'm going to ask him because I fell for that scam two days ago. And each mm. time I fall for it, they make me take another 20-minute training seminar. And I write a nice note to the boss and go, I got it. I'm on it. I'm not going <laughs> to click on anything. It's now, t- wait a second. Where are these? Are they coming into the uh, Cumulus yeah, email? The yeah, coming into the the cumul- Yeah, I, I, look, I'm, I have no shame. I, it's Cumulus okay. Broadcasting. And I'm, I, I I'm never one of the, check my I'm email. one of the least... Re- Qualified employees now to work there because of this. What'd you say? Yep. I I don't get any of those. I of course I don't really look at my email and well that for years <laughs> I never looked at that email and now uh, yeah. I'm thinking of disconnecting it and because what would happen is I disconnect that email and then there'd be mandatory training or some handbook you had to read and yeah. acknowledge and I would get this you have to do this by Friday or you know, we're gonna have to terminate you and then I would do it and each time I would do it I would have to go through all these security things to get to log into uh, the email. Uh, and finally, I got the email to work regularly, but now it's like a sniper. You know, it's like yeah. shooting at me to try and convince me that I'm, and I am, I'm I'm terrible at computer security. Everybody's so, a, a little gullible. Yeah. So that's why we should bring Chuck on. 
Chuck Opperman from Malware Bytes. Welcome to the Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. How are you? Oh, it's wonderful to be back with you guys. You always make me laugh, and I really enjoy listening to you uh, every week. Thank you. And by the way, the last time Chuck was here, he had been a personal guest of uh, Captain James T. Kirk at his 90th birthday Bill party. Bill Shatner. Bill Shatner. Correct. And uh, a super fan kind of event. And there's been news since then that Bill Shatner is going up next in Jeff Bezos' penis rocket. Did you hear that, Chuck? <laughs> I did hear this. Now, I remember when Branson and the original SpaceX you know, plane, the, the rocket plane that they launch and it glides back, that he had put down, Shatner had put down a, a deposit, one of right. the first people to put deposits down, 250 grand at the time. And that's like 10 years ago he put that down. So I have no idea whatever happened to that, but... The, the guy, I mean, he didn't just sing Rocket Man. He wants to be oh, you know, a real Rocket Man. And I'll tell you what. Elton I, I, I John, I'll bit him. <laughs> a little offended that Bezos' rocket looks like a giant penis, but if Shatner's riding it into space, that is so appropriate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I'm what, sorry. I, did, I, I mean, mean to offend you because you love no, no, no. I, I listen. I, I, I like shut. I'll poke fun of him. He pokes fun of him himself yeah, all the know. time. Okay. But you know, when we were growing up as kids, you know, to me, I, I assumed we'd all be in space by now. Did you? You know, and it's just so disappointing. And and the thing that I, I and of course, I yeah. On one hand, I'm really excited to see you know space tourism pick up. But on the other hand, I'm kind of dismayed that it's just yet another, um, you know thing for the super rich yeah, to, yeah. to do. And, you know, it's, you know, it, it, it kind of takes the mystique out of being an astronaut out. And, you know, you what, what happens when flying to space is just a, is just a uh, lifestyle choice. I think we should send some people on public assistance into space. I think that would go really Absolutely. well. <laughs> where, where do I fly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Chuck, I don't know if you heard what we were talking about before you came on, but. I did not. I've been having computer uh, security issues. Um, uh -oh. Getting way more spam lately. Feels like they know me. I do not sign up for any of those, you know, dating services. Not interested in uh, clicking on Michelle or any. All these weird emails come constantly. But the biggest problem is that uh, the the radio station that Zip and I work for. They do phishing email tests. Yeah. And I keep flunking. <laughs> we, well, you were never a good student to begin You're with. Big flunky. <laughs> well, what it is, it's an innocent looking email that says, here are the documents, you, you know. It, it looks like it's coming from somewhere official. And I, I think what I'm supposed to do is verify that every email I get is coming from a server I recognize. And I think the mistake I made is on my phone, I just put all my email accounts so they all show up in my inbox. Yeah. And I think I've got to take that one out because I've got to, essentially, every email could be a terrorist attack when you're working for a big corporation. Is that true? I wouldn't say terrorist attack, but it's a, it's a way to try to potentially get inside the, uh, inside the firewalls and inside the uh, corporate boundaries. Uh, you know, the company that does a lot of those pen tests, penetration tests, is actually right here in uh, the Tampa Bay area. Several friends of mine. Did you I tell them for. about me? 
Um, no, but I, I'm thinking I'll say, hey, tone it down. For Go the easy on Bob. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Back up on rivers. Well, every time but, I fail one of these, uh, I have to take another 20-minute training video. And I always ace the video because it's like, yeah, of course that's coming from a spoof server. Or, oh, of course that's, uh, you know, got a misspelling Bob, in it. And, they're, they're conditioning your hard drive. I, <laughs> I thought that's what the Varag ads were for. Yeah. Oh. I don't need those ads. Notice I didn't say I didn't need Viagra. <laughs> I don't need that. There's no problem there. Yeah. So, all right. So, uh, what should I do? I should just disable that email and just check it once a week. To, with to be clear, people. it's not it's not about any one thing and that. It's not like, oh, let me check the address or do I know this person or anything. You got to look at the, the, the sum total. And there's always usually telltale signs, um, you know, bad grammar or we had, we had a case that I, we, by the way, the same things happen at our company, Malwarebytes. And, okay. that, and we, we use a, a service that tests uh, our employees. And as a manager at Malwarebytes, I actually get a little report card for my for my people and uh and you know and several of my people also fail it, it you know so even people who are true okay. so, security experts but here's these, the thing can have these once issues. opening an email if it wasn't really legit i wouldn't click on anything just by opening the email can you create a problem for a company almost certainly not 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 in today's modern software no do you know how quickly it, I'll be fired if I tell them this test is bogus? My friend said most certainly not. I won't get you in trouble. In other words, opening the email is yeah. listen. Trust me. If if there if there if it was if things were that bad that you could, your local machine could get infected through just opening an email and viewing it, they, they it. have bigger problems to fry. No, it's always about clicking on a link or opening an do. attachment uh, that can then start problems. So the test is not. Um, I don't want to use the word fair. Let me think of another word for fair. Is there another word for fair, Ed? Equitable. Reasonable. Biased yeah. against you? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I'm a get-along guy, so I, I need to figure <laughs> out a way not to fail these tests. It, again, they're probably not judging you just on opening the email. It's always about clicking on a link within an email or opening an attachment in the email, things that. like mm -hmm. that. Those Never are the done. things. Yeah. Okay. So... Uh, we were going to talk about two things, cyberspace uh, or cyber, what is it called? Cybersecurity Awareness Month is yeah. starting up here in a couple of days. So aside from what I've just talked about, what should we all be aware of? Well, you know, A, don't don't freak out about it too much. Oh. You know, even the, even the even the best folks can, can make simple mistakes. It's you know, and once you realize you made a mistake, hey, okay, well, load up that antivirus and do a, do a quick scan to see if uh, if anything bad happened. Um, stuff like that. And if you're looking for an antivirus, my company makes one. It's Malwarebytes, and we're, we're I bought real it, proud of it. I know yes, you, and I didn't I, even get a discount. And I apologize. No, 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 severely. No, no, no. I just um, like that the logo looks like a Batman signal. That's kind of it. Cool. Does doesn't it? Yeah, yeah I love yeah, it. That's, and, that's awesome. and, and 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 we have our own um, our own uh, robot as our mascot. Uh, uh, Zero, the robot, is our mascot. Crash um, threats now, not later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly, and zero Detection protection your computer. And so, and how this works now, if I click on an email, will this stop the thing that's bad thing that's in the email? So it, it, 
So when you when your computer is protected through a any antivirus product, so when when it loads up, it's looking at the uh, the file that you're opening up and saying, hey, do I detect that as a potential threat? And now it used to be that we we, we just literally keep names of the of the programs that were had problems, but of course that quickly got out of control and. And now uh, all the, the major vendors, we look at behaviors. We look at what the, the program's trying to do and we stop them uh, before they can do anything bad. Awesome. And it's it's really quite cool. It, and it, it's an arms race between the good guys and the bad guys, the white is. hats yeah. and the black hats, as we like to say. <laughs> so, uh, and, bloods. <laughs> and by the way, I really appreciate the fact, Chuck, because if I was in your business, I'd be trying to scare everybody. It's like the military, just like the, I don't do that. Government. There are do people that. in in our industry who do that, um, and of course, you know. Now that being said, we always try to show value. I want you to know how valuable what we've done to protect you. So there, right. we do reporting. We have dashboards. We'll even send you an email saying, "Hey, we we protected we you from you. these yeah. things." But no, I'm not going to scare you. Right. Well, that's I why think you the didn't best go thing for the whole terrorist attack. Metaphor. Right. I think the best thing everyone could do is just be a little, you know, a little more weary, weary, uh, weary um, you know, cautious, aware. shall we say, <laughs> um, you know, and, and, you know, listen, I, if Bob, if you get an email that says it's from me and I'm offering you a hundred thousand dollars in a wire transfer, you're going to be suspicious. Oh yeah. I would never click that. No, I would never, I'm suspicious is not, suspicious is not the right word. Um, Lisa and I had to talk about this. She's suspicious. She suspects everybody of evil intent, whereas I'm slightly different. I'm paranoid. <laughs> There's a difference. Paranoid and suspicious are different. Like, she yeah. suspects people are trying to screw her over. I suspect, you know, just bad things are, are targeting me, are going to happen. Uh, but I don't know where they're coming from, and I don't know what to do about them. We can't go on together with yeah. paranoid minds. It's really weird. Uh, it's a fine. It's a fine line between them. So no, I would never. I don't click on anything. In fact, I laugh at all these crazy <laughs> things. If they get me to open the mail email, I go like, I, I have this aversion to giving anybody information. Mm -hmm. So that's healthy, right? That's yeah. That's a good reaction. Yeah. And, and by the way, one of the worst ways you can give people information is filling out a survey on on Facebook. What's your mother's maiden name? Yeah. <laughs> what was your first pet? Yeah. Right. I mean, what city were you born in, Bob? Yeah. These, <laughs> or even favorite albums. I don't. You know, some people must sure. use their favorite album as a as a password. So, mm -hmm. uh, uh, passwords. Uh, before we get to phones, because we want to talk to you about phones. Yeah. Big, big technology coming for Christmas. Um. How complex should a password be? All right. So there's a lot to. Not to school thought, and so and the the word of the day is entropy, and that and you want to entropy. have a lot of entropy. entropy. You want to have a, a long password because those are harder to hack. Now yeah. that doesn't mean you should have like sixteen, you know, A B C D E F G H I J K. You know, no, don't do that. That's easy to figure out, but it should be something that is memorable to you. But mix it up a little. For the longest time, I mean, and I'm talking 20 years now, my passwords, and I don't mind telling you this, is one word separated by a special character followed by another word with a number mm. at the end. Right. Sometimes I mix it up. I put the number at the beginning, and you'll never, I won't tell you which special character I used to split them up. But um, for a long time, I used uh, uh, Snickers um, and then a, 
um, a semicolon and then bar. Snickers, semicolon, bar. And that um, was my password. Right. Um, and I'll right. put in, sometimes I'll capitalize the S in Snickers. Sometimes I'll capitalize the B in bar. Anyway, mm-hmm. things like that. Things like and that. So, so you could sort of remember it, but no one's going to guess a semicolon. Yeah. And your first pet was named what? Because no one's porn name. <laughs> by the way, no one's porn name has a semicolon in it. Just a, yeah. Just, yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're a sick puppy. And if it does. Yeah. <laughs> Rivers, we but the idea is, is that, yes. you know, cybersecurity professionals, we like to preach, have a passphrase. You know, have a, have a, ah. have a sentence. Things like that. Uh, so give know, me a, an example. Yeah. Um, that you're right not now. currently using. So uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, like, now I, is I the once, time for all good men. You know, uh, something like that. Yes. Okay. Come to the aid of their I, I once had a like got a modem, um, actually a Wi-Fi modem thing, uh, and it, it had the password on the back, and it was oh, witty mint. Two words put together that don't aren't usually together, and it had an what he meant was make up a new one. Yeah, and <laughs> and I thought that was cool, and then I. I I ran into a, I'm not going to say where, they might still use this password, but I, I, I ran into someone who had to share a password with me, and what they did is wherever the letter E was in the word, they substituted the number three. So hmm. you could remember the word. That's brilliant. But the like three that. was instead of an E, because it's sort of, mm-hmm. the three looks a little bit like a backwards E. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So I remember it, the whole thing is by changing, you know, like saying, hey, I'm going to make the an E a capital E, you know, or, or and then the next time I have a password, I'm going to make it a lowercase E. Just those little changes that that's as if you're using a whole different character and it throws it all off. So but in general, make it at least a characters include uh, a symbol, you know, like a uh, doc. Dollar exclamation, sign, dollar sign, sign percent, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Exclamation is a popular one. Um, Stuff like mm. that, and then you know, um, uh, you know, lower and, and mix it lowercase, uppercase. But you know, you don't have to come up with these super strong twenty-five character passwords. Zip, uh, I haven't heard from you for a while. What's your favorite password? <laughs> Stop! Stop! But Actually, now let me tell you the biggest secret said. about passwords. <laughs> let me tell you the biggest thing you need to know about them because this is right. very real that what's happening. So let's say Bob, you go banking at the. Um, the first national bank of, uh, of um, Texas X radio. Let's folks, go to a place you know, I will never there. go. We'll call it Texas. Yes. Texas. <laughs> and uh, first national bank of Texas. And you have, let's say it's Bob.rivers at uh, yahoo.com. I don't know. I have no idea. It doesn't matter. And you have a, uh, yeah, you have a password there. Let's just say it's, it's your password is um, Bob and Lisa, okay. for example. With an Oh, no, right. what's with the and sign. That's not an ampersand. Now, let's say you go over and you, you I know you like to, to get audio equipment and buy audio equipment from various places. And you go down to um, John's amp B&H. shop or something That's like that. That's where zip shops too. B&H, sure. Let's say B&H. <laughs> and, you, and, you, and you use the same password, the same email. But some disgruntled employee at B&H goes and sells all that information onto the dark net. 
Now, what's going to happen is people are going to get that email and password, and they're going to try that on all these other systems. So they have like computerized crawlers that just try everything until they exactly. break. Brute forcing, yeah. isn't it? Isn't that yeah. Cool? And, so it's and, like and safe the, cracking, only if uh, safe crackers were as easy to replicate as coronavirus, basically. Sure. It's like yeah. it's like oh hey, this key worked in this door. Let me try it in all the other Every doors. Door. Okay. So and, that's why I occasionally get a notice saying that this password you are using has showed up in a security breach. You should change it now. Exactly. And not just change it on the site there, but on anywhere else you use it. So do try to mix up your passwords on your different sites. For example, all your, what I call your major accounts, like Facebook, Twitter, um, your Microsoft account, your Gmail, your Google account, or your Apple mail. Social media, not just money stuff. You know, have a different password for all of those and, and definitely have a different one for for that. Uh, now, by the way, I'm having so little fun on social media that if someone steals my social media <laughs> account. I'm like, thank You'll you, you can have it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And actually, it, it, the, the big thing going on, and it's been going on for a while, but it, there's a current wave of it happening now is um, is the fake friend requests. And oh, yeah. what happens is, is that someone will say well we'll become a friend of let's say they've convinced you to become a friend and then because you are now friends they have access to all your friends and as a result of that they go oh let me grab the profile picture let me grab as much information make a fake profile of you make a fake profile of you and then send it out to all your friends and then and it goes on that has happened to me because roger fisher five different roger fishers have asked me to be their friend and i'm already his friend is that what that is that's exactly what it is. And, and it definitely yeah. ig- ignore it. I just it, thought he was really needy and he wanted to have multiple. Don't flatter yourself. Yeah, ignore those because they're just ways of you know glomming on and trying to trying to you know propagate it. Out. All right, let's talk phones before we're out of time. So, oh man, big uh, big announcements these days. It's you know it's yearly. Uh, Last year threw us for a loop. So this year was highly because anticipated. of COVID, right? So yeah. uh, Lisa and I have not upgraded our phones in four years which is a record for us i mean back when i was you know on the big show i was upgrading every year i couldn't wait Mm -hmm. to get the new one and now that i'm a senior retired living on a fixed income i uh just i figure the phone still works fine like most people right like average yeah ordinary people but this year it seems from all of the announcements that there's been some really major upgrades. So Lisa and I are thinking of upgrading this year. What would you well, say? it's interesting. See, and that's not the fact that you say that. It's like, oh, yeah, the Apple hype machine has worked on the Rivers family there. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, you know, because actually, from a technology point of view, not that much difference at that. Well, so but, Apple, but not that much difference from last year, but certainly from 2017. That's correct. Yes, okay. and so yeah, you will you will like the new stuff. But Apple goes on the cycle. It's, we call it a TikTok. Yeah, you know, the tick years they increase. You know, it's it's a big deal. It's uh, you know newer, bigger phones uh, with r- radically redesigned cases, things like that. Um, you know, and b- brand new features and stuff like that. And then on the talk cycle, um, then it's more much more incremental. You know, it's like oh, longer battery life. Uh, another lens. Another lens, exactly. And so last year we had we had with the iPhone 12s, they had the the the, the Pro, the Max models, and that. Now this year with the 13s, pretty much it's the same phones for all of them. They have they're slightly thicker, so they have longer battery life. They've really done a lot with the cameras. They've increased the um, 
uh, the the, yeah. the uh, um, megapixels of the, and and the size of the lenses. Yeah, that's what it's important to me. But also, they got five G now, right? Yes, yes, they have five G. But um, you know, I can't the, even find one G spot here. Yeah, I'm gonna say Vermont. find five G. What about though? a five G spot? Where is that? <laughs> <laughs> and if you find Jeez. all of them, good for you. No, there's no five G where I live. Seriously, <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, really? But if I travel and go to a big city, I'm going to feel that, right? It's going to be good. You know, 5G is fascinating is that, you know, yes, you know, it's not as nearly prevalent as the carriers will, would tell you that it is. But uh, and the speeds can be much greater, but are frequently not. Uh, it really, it, it, once again, it depends. But it is a new technology platform for which they can actually build in a lot more speed as the as it as time goes builds on, yeah. out over time. You're going to want to have a 5G and, phone eventually. Yeah. Oh yeah. In fact, it won't be. It, it right. won't be so optional. You, you've you, covered you Apple because you know I'm in the Apple ecosystem. Oh yeah, and Apple's. You know, listen. Come people come to me and say, "Oh, which phone should I get?" It's like I generally say Apple. It's it's the safest choice. Oh, wait a minute! Didn't you used to be yeah. a Bill Gates disciple? I I am the the ultimate Microsoft fanboy. Yeah. Yeah. So do you? Uh, but Microsoft no longer makes phones. Well, funny you should say that. So I, I as hmm. and one of the things that the, your listeners should know is that Bob and I have gone back now, coming up on twenty years here. Actually, That's true. Yeah. Um, you know, Bob was always the you know early adopter of technology. Yeah. You know, yeah. we call it and, being on the bleeding edge. That's what right. And I remember he was the first guy <laughs> to have a Kindle. Remember that? Yeah. And I, it's like I, I, I remember we were at a coffee shop or someplace. Yeah. And, and you know uh, what a Kindle looked like back then? It looked like an it was like a brick with type on it. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was thick. It was it was yeah. unwieldy. But the whole the fact I also that you could had carry your library. I also had Microsoft's version of the iPod, which was called a Zune. Zune, yeah. yes, I loved my and, Zune, but uh, God, nobody just, else did. To this day, Bob still takes his laptop, turns it upside down, trying to erase the page. Trying to erase the Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a great Dilbert yeah. cartoon about yes. that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so, you know, back, back in uh, 10, 11 years ago now, Microsoft did come in with their own phones, the, the Windows phone, because everything you loved about Windows, now in a smaller and handheld size, uh, you know, and, and it really... 11 years ago it was revolutionary it had a great new interface it was unlike uh what apple and android phones were like at the time and it was wonderful and i loved it the problem was it had no apps you know so people who were doing instagram and who uh, were doing this app or that app or your favorite banking app it just wasn't available on the windows and did microsoft and blow it like they didn't get that they should have their own app store like google does and like apple does well, or did they, they try just, just they couldn't i mean they even cared. started throwing cash at, at vendors to try to make them um write their own apps it just wow. didn't work out and the, the you know as is many things it just couldn't support three different you know, ecosystem. There was going to be a Coke and a Pepsi, and Microsoft was Fanta. It was like RC Cola. Many people tell you RC Cola tastes great and it's way better, but yeah. yeah there, it there's just eight of them out. for every thousand of the other. And, okay, and they, even, they even spent a ton of money. I think it was uh, 2013, 2014, uh, where they bought Nokia. Nokia, yeah, a great were, powerhouse yeah. of industrial design and, and makers of many great phones. And it didn't do and anything. It, it didn't. It didn't. Just, they it they, they, they end up selling Nokia to uh, the the what was left of it. It's now just a branding company uh, okay. that just yeah. rents out the brand. It's, but, like, but it, it's so last weird. Last like, year. 
BlackBerry at one time was amazing. So it really now it's either Apple or Android. And are right. they? And, and the Android phones, some of them are really good, right? They are, and uh, and I'm a big fan of the Google phones. But just to, to put a put a code on on the Microsoft ones, last year they in, they went back and came out with a new phone, an Android phone. It's called the Surface Duo. Surface ah. is their brand name for Surface that. is and their I, iPad. I'm now the early adopter, and I I grabbed one. So you and have a Microsoft phone again? I do, and okay. it's a dual screen. Do you also have an Apple phone? I do. You're bi-phonal. I, I, and I have uh, I have a Samsung phone, and I have a, and my son uses uh, you're my in old the business. Google. You're or a mistress, one or the other. Yeah. yeah. How many women those. are you seeing these days? <laughs> it's just, just you and Shirley, right? Yeah. Very Jim much Turner. in love, yeah. Right. That's good. And, and she's an Apple girl, by the way. I bought her her most the recent apple of your eye then. Mm, yes <laughs> she truly is uh and but so surface came out the surface duo two screens it's like a little book it's like a it's like a new kindle it's this amazing wait a minute dual the phone screen has phone. two screens yeah two screens it has yeah. two screens it folds Ooh. like a yeah. like a book and it's so really cool microsoft but it had a great a idea camera. that takes technology uh, much farther than anybody else yeah and will they win this time Nope, because it costs too much and had a lousy camera. <laughs> yeah. And they're trying the way, again. Is there anyone year. at Microsoft with the balls to say that while they're building it? <laughs> no, no. Well, but then again, you know, it's like I, I was watching the Apple event the other week, and you know, there's there's Tim Cook, you know, doing his best Steve Jobs impersonation, saying this is the most, i the best iPhone ever, which is exactly the same thing he said last year. Okay. You know, it's the most, you know, pro of our iPhones and stuff like that. It's like they they. They run out of superlatives to say. I, I and, by the way, uh, intrigued by that Microsoft phone. If they made it, so, so here's how you win. If you make it better than everybody else's in every way, not just in some ways, no one, the people who will, this is the Elon Musk lesson that Microsoft hasn't learned. If you make it elite and exclusive, you'll have a market and everyone else will be jealous. And then you can expand that market with the lower cost alternative next year. You know what I'm saying? You're absolutely right. And they, they do have a little, it's a little bit of a cash, but it's also a very niche audience. You know, there's, yeah. there's not a lot of people that want to carry around dual screen. Although it's amazing design. Yeah, but but you're, talking, it's got to, you're talking to me. Twice, it's got a, twice yes. as much oh, you'd as everybody it. else. <laughs> <laughs> you'd love it. But, you know, yeah. there's phones. Samsung makes really great phones, too. Now, the knock against Samsung is that you have to deal with their software. It's not... Yeah. It, they they throw so much stuff on top of Android. They I have a Samsung TV. Everything. This reminds me of the old days when you'd buy an yeah. HP computer and they'd put <laughs> HP everything on the HP exactly. on the front it's of it. Cra- like, what we call crapware. Yeah. Uh, clear that <laughs> junk, you know, clear those weeds out of my yard. Exactly. And and if you don't like the crap, the yeah, there's a great alternative. And it's Google's phone. Google makes a, f- a series of phones. It's called the Pixel phones. The, um, they're coming out actually in a few days now with the uh, Pixel 6. And um, and the early reviews on it have been excellent. It's um, yeah, I'm really got almost certainly will get one when it comes out. Um, they have really great um, image processing. I love their software. Google Photos is my main photo uh, management service that I use now. So, uh, by the That's way, awesome. you're spied on by all the major conglomerates that spy oh, on yeah. people, aren't you? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I you know, I, I one of the things about me and when privacy and cybersecurity is that 
I, I'm relatively open with my life and I, I understand that, you know, Google and Microsoft and Apple have their hooks into me. Um, and I'm relatively accepting of that. One of the nice things about having these huge companies, Apple, Google, Microsoft, is that they, they have significant legal liability in it. And thank goodness to our European friends who take privacy way more seriously than the United States. Whereas Europe demands privacy controls. And as a result, all these companies make those controls available to us uh, worldwide. So we benefit from the European rules. Smarty and, and pants, be, Europeans. Yeah, there'll be more of that in the future as we oh, yes, very our much courts so. and, and our government tighten the screws on the tech. The problem is, it's even though those controls are there, they can be really hard to understand. And I could spend... A, hours telling you how to do a great job on Facebook of protecting your privacy and what you should care about versus what you shouldn't care about when it comes to privacy. Chuck that, Opperman, uh, ladies and gentlemen, personal friends yeah. of Captain uh, Kirk, <laughs> William Shatner. <laughs> and Bob Rivers. And, Chuck, uh, when are you coming back? Let's sing. Uh, Let's not soon. cocktails. Let's go up in a space in a penis. Okay. I... Uh, <laughs> Uh, before we take off, uh, we're going to play a little song here. Um, this is from a commencement speech uh, many years ago, actually. I think seven or eight years ago. You guys might remember this. Um, it was, I believe, the commencement Oh, boy, I haven't looked it up, uh -oh. so I'm afraid to say this now. Hmm. It might have been a preacher, a minister doing this commencement speech, but at the time it was fairly... Um, controversial and we made a song out of it he talked about how just because everybody gets a trophy these days everybody thinks they're special <laughs> but you're not special do you remember this mm -mm. I was digging through the archives and I found this song I think it's a good message for today uh, Chuck thank you very much for being with us my pleasure Zip, Great guest. thanks for being here and occasionally piping in <laughs> My pleasure, Bob. Did you, did you meet any girls at your high school reunion that you wanted to bang? Uh, no. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you that story next ago. week. No, next week when Zip reveals. I, I sat between my first two crushes, grade school oh, loves. No. Oh, yes. Wow. Who are both married to other women. No! Wow. Yes! You, you turned him early. <laughs> yes. Honest to God. Yes, that's the God's honest truth. Wow. Were they, do you think they were lesbians back then? or did uh, No. Um, they both were super athletic, you know. That's probably what, yeah, I was in fifth and sixth grade. Wow. Softball, tether. So were they there with, know. so were you sitting between four women? Um, they didn't bring Nancy, my first girlfriend, was with her wife. Okay. And uh, Carrie, uh, the other gal, had just gotten divorced after 25 years, married to the same woman. The same mm. woman. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, in other words, so yes, they're both avowed. So she's available. Wow. Again. Now, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I want to ask this in the most polite way. Yeah. When you dated them, did you get past third base? <laughs> You know, honestly, I it I don't even recall. I don't believe Seriously. you for a second. Oh, no I'm way. telling you, no, 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 no man, I'm not sure no. I was even Ed, fired. Is there anyone from high point. school you can't remember whether you did it with uh, him or not? I, I don't but, recall. I gotta say though, they're both lovely ladies. And, yes, I'm yeah, sure it was, it was fun great. to see them. Really, was. it's always fun, great. by the way, to uh, 
and, and it's good to do it in person. Kudos to you for doing it in person instead of just on Facebook or Instagram. I had trepidation. Right. I got to admit, going in, I was like, yeah, really? do I really want to do this? I don't know. Is it weird? Are going to present me with a child that's mine? <laughs> oh, no, no. Is it weird <laughs> seeing, because it is a little for me, but not, um, seeing your, you know, friends that you were 16 with suddenly yeah. old, because it's sudden when you see them. Yeah. I got to say, and I mentioned this to the people that were at my table, you know, you don't notice the age. You just see the yeah. personality, and, and their face is a little different, but it's they're the same person. Yes. You know, just yes. 50 years hence and mellower and, and glad to be alive. There are two girls that I was really, uh, and unfortunately, platonic with both of them, sisters, uh, but I had a crush on one of them, and I think I made a pass at the other one at some point. <laughs> Uh, unre- she made a pass unreceived too. pass, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh! <laughs> that fell a little short, a little overthrown. Yes. Um, but, <laughs> but that was okay because we were all great friends. And right. a couple of years back, we you know met on Facebook, and I drove Lisa down there. We brought them some maple syrup, and we hung out for a family gathering. And I had it was this weird thing. I was like, I was afraid of being old and them being old. But it was like within. I would say within one minute, because in the first minute, it's like, yep, we're older. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bob Rivers? Yeah. Bob Rivers. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. But within one minute, it's just the personality and the people you yeah, remember. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Old pretty, man Rivers. And just, like an just as a Rivers. point of clarification, the extent of my sex education was like a tattered Playboy magazine. <laughs> at that no, point. No, seriously, yeah. at that time. Yeah, seriously. I was very late. We were pretty innocent, you know? It was a much, what, much different What age time. did you lose it, Zip? Just give me the age. Uh, I was a, kind of a late bloomer. Uh, uh, say it's not that embarrassing now. Uh, probably 18. Me, 18, too. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Probably 18. 18. Which is yeah. really like... You've been rejected by everyone in high school. Yeah, that's, 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 a, that's a long stretch. And just to make you guys feel a little better, suggest, it was 18 yeah, for me as well. 18 for you as well? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I would suggest uh, the worst bar you can find at closing time. <laughs> when some like of the light bulbs have burned out. Try that. I did, I have to admit, playing music, I did make up for lost time. Uh, oh, yeah, between, yeah, actually, yeah. you bet, me too. That's like about, having a fistful of 50s. How about you, Ed? You haven't said anything. Was it 11? Uh, uh, no, 17, 17. 17. All right, yeah. you beat us, though. Very shy. All right, guys. Uh, thank you very much. Ed right, Kelly, man. thank you. And uh, I just want to remember to remind you once again, we're live tonight from the Black River Innovation Campus here in Springfield, Vermont. You're not special. You're not exceptional. Do not get the idea you're anything special because you're not. You're not special. You're not exceptional. Do not get the idea you're anything special because you're not. Contrary to what your U9 soccer trophy suggests, your your glowing seventh grade report card, despite every assurance of a certain corpulent purple dinosaur, that nice Mr. Rogers and your batty Aunt Sylvia, no matter how often your paternal caped crusader has swooped in to save you, you are nothing special. You've been nudged, cajoled, wheedled, and implored. You've been feted and fawned over and called sweetie pie. And certainly we've been to your games, your plays, your recitals, your science fairs. Absolutely smiles ignite when you walk into a room and hundreds gasp with delight at your every tweet. You're not special. You're not exceptional. 
may not get the idea you're anything special because you're not you're not special you're not exceptional do not get the idea you're anything special because you're not so think about this even if you're one in a million on a planet of 6.8 billion that means there are nearly 7,000 people just like you and consider for a moment the bigger picture. Your planet, I'll remind you, is not the center of its solar system. Your solar system is not the center of its galaxy. Your galaxy is not the center of the universe. In fact, astrophysicists assure us the universe has no center. Therefore, you cannot be it. Capable adults with other things to do have held you, kissed you, fed you, wiped your mouth, wiped your bottom, trained you, taught you, tutored you, coached you, listened to you, counseled you, encouraged you, consoled you, and encouraged you again. You're not special. You're not exceptional. Do not get the idea you're anything special. Because you're not. You're not special. You're not exceptional. Do not get the idea you're anything special. Because you're not. You're not special. You're not exceptional. Do not get the idea you're anything special. Because you're not. You see, if everyone is special, then no one is. Climb the mountain not to plant your flag, but to embrace the challenge, enjoy the air, and behold the view. Climb it so you can see the world, not so the world can see you. And then you too will discover the great and curious truth of the human experience is that selflessness is the best thing you can do for yourself. The sweetest joys of life then come only with the recognition that you're not special, because everyone is.